Welcome to Bookish Meet the Author. I am Ebony Haywood, and the show was created by Clarissa Burt. I am happy to have author Liara Leone here with me today. How are you, Liara? I'm great, Ebony. How are you? I'm doing good. And uh, you're going to talk to us today about your latest book, The Powers in You. And uh, let's just dive. Oh, there it is. Thank you. Why don't you say something so the camera actually pops on you? Yeah. It this is uh, the Powers in You workbook and um, took me probably 10 years in the making to get this book out, but it's a super easy read. Uh, chapters are one to two to three paragraphs long. And then at the end of every chapter, you've got a questionnaire. And so I walk you through basically all of the elements that help you change your life. Great. So, so tell us what this book is about, because you mentioned it's going to help you change your life. How is your book going to help us change our life? Well, first of all, let me tell you a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a shaman, Reiki master, uh, channel, uh, life coach, all of those things. I've been studying metaphysics my entire life. And um, oh, and I do past life regressions as well. So I, through my education, my formal education, and then my spiritual metaphysical education, and through channeling information from my guides, the universe, my higher self. Um, I, I was always a guru of self love. And 10 years ago, before it was even popular, I was doing love yourself, change your life, which is what this book started to be is love yourself, change your life. And basically, that is the crux of everything that you need you have to love yourself and people say well what does that mean and loving yourself is the optimization of body mind spirit thoughts words and actions so what i did is i changed the name love yourself change your life because everybody's love yourself now everybody love yourself love yourself and so now i put it to the powers in you because your existence your physical existence in this physical reality at this time you create every thought, every word, every action, everything that you do, you create your existence. So when people are like, well, I didn't create cancer, I didn't create, you know, my child dying, I didn't create divorce, I didn't create, you know, disease. Well, guess what you did? My belief system is that before you come into this existence, you choose what you want in your life, like how many lessons that you want to learn. And you may go, I want to take on this much, which a lot of us, as you know, probably you too, you took on tons of it. And you're like, oh my God, what was I thinking, right? But everything we put in front of us is what we chose to learn the lesson. And so in my book, I break it down into the science. And basically I start out, talking about um, the uh, the math, the science of, and the physics is what I'm trying to say, the physics of why we're here and what we're doing. So back in 2012, uh, scientists discover um, something that they call the God particle, which is weird for scientists to even talk like that, because scientists speak not in, in terms of God or anything like that, or belief systems. But the God particle they found the Higgs boson particle is that in everything on this planet that isn't fabricated actually, you know, or, or genetically modified, but everything, stones, rocks, animals, humans, we all have one particle within us. 
and that is the God particle. And that tells us that we, the planet Earth, the multiverse, we're all one living, breathing entity. And, you know, it, it, it says that everything about us is that we are all one. So if you love yourself, you love everybody. Mm-hmm. And so this book teaches you about love and it, te- it first it gives you the scientific background. It talks about meditation. It talks about um, the chakras, the systems of the chakras. I even go into past life experience, which some people don't believe. But um, when I had my show, The Powers in You, I interviewed some woman um, named Lynn K. Russell, who interviewed 2,500 people that had near death experiences. And once you're out of the body, you're like, wow, I understand it all. Mm-hmm. Like I get it. So anyhow, that's what the book is about. I know that was a long-winded answer, but well, I, yeah. I have to explain. Well, let's take like let's take some of those parts and and try to unpack them. So let's let's Fan. start with the healing and the uh, past life regression. So past life regression, I, I think you mentioned a lot of people kind of look at that as mm, woo wooey and um is that for real i mean some people don't believe in reincarnation and so can you tell us a little bit about how this can help us past life regression helps us heal yeah um so i do a lot of past life regressions and it's interesting because i'm going to poland to teach which is my third time over there and they're very indoctrinated into the catholic religion so uh the priests basically feel that yoga is a sin you know so they're real like dark ages when it comes to and actually now they're you know becoming enlightened and beautiful wonderful people there but um your belief system uh if it's not centered if it's centered in the dogma of religion you're not going to believe that you are all powerful that you are part of the god source you're going to believe there is only one god and that this is the only life you have I actually, when I was in my 20s, I had a near-death experience where I was in a boating accident and I was under the water for 20 minutes and I left my body. I woke up under the water and fish are going by and, you know, plants wafting in the water. And I look over and I see my body just hanging there. And then all of a sudden I just get this download boom, 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 boom of science, of art, of all these things, languages I didn't even understand. And I was under the water for 20 minutes out of my body. And at one point I heard a voice say, listen, um, you've got to go back in. Your body can't withstand being out of you know, oxygen for more than this time. And I said to the voice, I go, what do I do? And then at that time, a light appeared and it said, you can go here or you can go back in your body. And without even thinking, I just put my head back in and then... I went back in and I came up and people don't believe that I was out of my body for 20 minutes under the water. But this woman that I spoke about, Lynn K. Russell, she interviewed 2,500 people and then did clinical cases where doctors in the medical field had said, we have had patients wake up in the morgue. They have pronounced dead for 24 hours in the friggin' morgue. So what that tells me and that experience is that we have other existences. And then if almost all religions, except for Christian and Catholic, believe in past life, Buddhism, Taoism, uh, Allah, what uh, the what is that? The uh, 
but anyhow, most all of them believe in past lives. And even in the Bible, before they took some of the things out, they said that man come, comes in again and again and again. So what I do with past lives, I found that everything that we carry, everything with this life, and everything with our past lives, we carry energy. So say you're a caveman and you kill your wife, that and then you get eaten by a dinosaur, you carry that energy. Mm -hmm. So as physical beings right now, you and I, we look through a lens of energy, energy from our childhood all the way to now. So if you were abused as a child or you had trauma as a child or even a young adult, you look through that lens, how you pick a mate, you look through that lens, right? Mm -hmm. So, and the same with all of these different lifetimes. And so say for in this example, there's something in this life that you love. Like um, I love Japanese art at one point and um, I couldn't understand why until I found out I was doing Reiki and I found out that I indeed had a life in Japan. I was a Japanese fisherman. And so I said, wow, or there's things in your life that you have never been exposed to that you have an automatic love for or people that you meet, you either love or you hate them like instantly. Those are people that are in your soul group. So the closest thing that I can to let people know that it's real is looking into near death experiences. Um, and so with past life, what you do and what I do is with my clients, I put them in a, a meditative state, the theta state. And then we go back, we go back to some childhood things, and then we go back beyond. And I say 95% of my clients have had past life experiences and they wake up and some of them like, oh my God, I didn't realize I had good life, you know, in these places. And I had one woman that's on my website, if you want to go there, leoraleone.com. Um, and she went back to a childhood memory where she was sexually molested. And then she went into three different lifetimes where she was in some type of sex work slave, like she was in a, a, a harem. She was all these different lives where she was being abused sexually. So and she was literally crying. And you could see when you live that life, when you relive or experience of that you're releasing that energy and we release past life energy and current life energy all the time in our dreams. Mm -hmm. If you have a dream, it's like so real and you, you keep going back and back to it. Uh, if you have a day where you're just depressed and you're like, why am I feeling this way? Something triggered some kind of past life thing. So that's kind of the healing. I, I found it. I work with Dr. Brian Weiss and that's how I got certified. And he's uh, aside from Dolores Cannon, he's one of the most well-known past life regression therapists. Mm -hmm. And I had, I went to see him, gosh, now about five years ago in Pasadena here with, with, I think God, like 900 people. And I sat right up close and he took me under and I had a past life of being in Roman times. And um, someone, uh, my friend was my fiance and we were going to get married in his village. And my current husband, he rode in with the barbarians and told one of his henchmen to, um, get off his horse and whispered something the guy told us to get down on our knees and he chopped our heads off now why this is important my entire life I had neck pain and my friend in this life he had neck pain and and he died actually during COVID but um 
when that happened at lunch break, so Dr. Weiss did this past life with this huge group, and I went immediately under and regressed and regressed. At lunchtime, I'm like, oh my God, my neck pain is gone. So not only do we release physical pain, we release emotional pain as well. Mm-hmm. So I got to tell you about, uh, I'll answer some more questions, but something, I just had another near-death experience um, two weeks ago and totally changed my life again. Well, that's our, our next uh, question is going to be about near-death experiences. So um, near-death experiences can heal. I think you mentioned this. You can heal the entire body physically. Is this correct? It can well near-death experiences give you they don't do the healing but what well they do in a way because what it does when i went out of my body under the water i realized who i was in the multiverse i realized what it was like it's not just planet earth and it's not just this physical realm it's this all-knowing god source you are part of the God source out of your physical body. That voice that you hear in your head that says, Ebony, do this or don't do this or stop or whatever. That's your higher self. That's your um, your Dumbledore and your Harry Potter, right? It's, it's, it's guiding you right through everything. So this recent past life, um, I have been going through, through some really severe emotional trauma um, for the past three. It had to do with my husband and everything. And uh, found out, you know, he wasn't being faithful. And so it just, it destroyed me. And for the past three months, I hadn't been able to get out of it. I just couldn't. And it was so, you know, like I was depressed, all the work that I did from my book, I was meditating two, three times a day and doing the work. And it just, I couldn't get out of this feeling of just distraught pain. Well, and so, and my childhood was really severe as well, like really, really bad physical abuse, sexual abuse, mental abuse, all of that. And that all got me where I am today. Mm-hmm. So um, the thing about this is, so I, I go on a hike with my daughter. We had just gotten back from Italy and it's hot here, 91 degrees. And where, where are you? Are you in Los Angeles? Yeah, I'm in the high desert, Lancaster. Okay. Yeah. I'm in Downey. So we're, we're yeah. kind of close, yeah. but I went up to Griffith Park. Mm-hmm. And this was last Saturday and it was 91 degrees. And so we get there and I'm super hot and that, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh. And, and I hike all the time. I go up Angeles forest and hike, you know, Switzer falls and all that. You and I should go hiking, but anyhow, so I'm going up there and I'm having a hard time and I'm stopping and, and she's like, okay, mom, you know, are you all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm just super hot. So we get up to one point where these trees and I'm resting under the shade of the trees. And of course I was probably still jet lag and just still distraught about everything going on. Um, and I, I said, I got to sit down. So I sit down and then I'm blood pressure is fine. I think, okay, I'm going to go the rest of the way. So I said, give her my hand and I'm like, help me up. And as soon as I get up, I start going out and I go, I'm going down and boom, all went dark. And I, and I fell down and immediately I knew I died and I knew I was out and I was out of my body and I was okay with it. I'm like, Oh, I feel so good. And I know I'm dead and that's okay. And that's the way you feel when you're out of your body and you die. And off in the distance, I could hear screaming, but I didn't even care. I didn't, I just was going on my way. And then I heard this mom. 
screaming at the top of her lungs. And when I went right back into the body and I'm like, what's wrong? Is there a bug on me? And so immediately I went back into thinking that I fainted and I had a seizure. Mm. So the tongue was out. My eyes were bugged out. I was shaking. And here I thought when I was back in the physical, I just fainted because, you know, sometimes when you get up, you get lightheaded. So I had a heat stroke seizure, which probably I didn't go to a doctor or anything because I kind of knew what was going on. And I knew that I had an out-of-body experience hearing her shriek. And at that moment, when I was out and something told me she cannot handle right now, you dying. So, and I went right back in. So that night I had this headache on the top of my head and everything. And um, then the next morning I woke up and I was in pure bliss. All of the pain that I've been feeling for the past three months. And this wasn't just about the, the husband cheating thing. This had pulled my entire childhood, all of the abandonment issues, all of the, you know, uh, things that happened, the negative things with my mother had all come in to this whole cheating thing, right? So it wasn't just this part of it. It was being abandoned, being lied to, being deceit, you know, having someone being deceitful with you and treating you bad and all that. It all came full circle. But the next day, I was calm. And I completely then it was like the universe said to me and my higher self said, hey, listen, B word, you know, you're not doing the work, you're not getting through this, we're going to help you. And sure enough, right out of my body. And the minute that I was out, the minute I understood why I was here, who I was in the multiverse, and who we all are, it put a sense of calm over me. And I have been happy since I have been feeling calm, relaxed. So, you know, for me, because I'm kind of like in a different genre, um, I needed that extra push. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But so there I did. And so I called up Lynn K. Russell and I said, oh, my God, I just had another one. And she goes, oh, when you have one, it's, it's possible to have many. I know some people that have had 11 near death experiences in one life. So anyhow, I'm grateful. And now I have developed a healing um, program where and it's not a program. It's a healing session where I don't go into past life. I go into childhood and all the way up and I work on trauma because I didn't realize I was dealing with that trauma. I thought I had healed it all, right? You know, we do all our stuff and we learn from this and we learn and we read and do all that. But there's this subconscious layer of energy that we're not even aware of. So now I'm focusing on giving people that past life regression, but only healing <clears throat> the emotional or physical trauma in this life. Mm, wow. Yeah, I just yeah. yeah, I just started to develop it. So I'm excited. So is that um a part of the teaching conference coming up? I will be. I will be. And that's something that they told me, like in my meditations every day, they're like, you've got to develop this and this is how you're gonna do it. And I actually did one on my daughter and it, it really helped her, it calmed her. And you know, because in the in the past life regression itself, you do go to childhood. And you bring uh -huh. some things out and then you go beyond to go into the past lives. Uh -huh. But this way, I'm just focusing on current life. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. So um, I just before we talk more about the because I know you have a teaching conference coming up in Poland and then in Bali. Um, 
just going back to that past life, not the past life, but the near death experiences. So it, it sounds like if you have, or when you have a near death experience and then you, you come out of it and then you feel at peace in this state of bliss, is it, do you think it's because you've seen that death isn't so scary and bad and like, you know, <laughs> painful? It's just yes. a release and an enter into a new, like a new life mode. Well, you go back to the God source. Okay. Yeah. You are part of the, out of this physical body, you are part of the God source. We all are. Mm -hmm. And when you're out of it, it is like being in room temperature jello, just floating, and you feel nothing but love. And that's where we want to be. We want to be as close to our higher selves in that vibration of love. That's our goal in this life. From the time we're born, that's our goal in all our lives, to evolve and to go to the point to where we have hit the God source again. Because we, we start up in the divine, then we come down to some kind of planet where we're preparing to go into a physical. Then we go into the physical and we start out as cavemen, end up somewhere like Gandhi, and somewhere in the middle, we start to awaken and we start to realize why we are here. And the reasons we come down are different. Everybody comes down for a different reason. Some come down, I came down with the group that was in this metaphysical awakening, you know, where we were kind of awakened around 2012 and this whole boom came in. You came in for another reason. So, you know, and it could be still this, a new higher level physical or a, a, a spiritual awakening as well so we all come down sometimes we just come down to experience the physical because when you take away the pain and suffering what's better than planet earth i mean we have beauty here you know you go to the ocean you go to the mountains you go to the we have it, it take away all that unhappiness or discomfort or disease or whatever we're carrying we have beauty here and that's our goal is to get here to find our dharma and our dharma is our purpose in life that serves others our, our passion whatever our passion is do that and in doing that we're serving others mm, okay that's that's a beautiful message so tell us uh liara about your upcoming conference in poland well, in October, I'm going to uh, Poland for two weeks, and I'm doing a conference uh, to back to back, uh, basically with the women of Poland. I have a pretty big following there, and I've been there several times to teach. I have my book translated into Polish and into Spanish, but so I'm going there, and the Polish people they're just so warm-hearted and they're the most loving people you know these polish people have lived through world war ii they i went to auschwitz and oh my god when you see and then even before that they have had war at the bolshevik revolution and all these things they these people they're they're beautiful spiritual loving people and have gone through everything and they just want to give to you and you know evolve so i'm going there yeah. And then you have one in uh, Bali. And so, yeah, next uh, spring of next year, I'm going to Bali to set it up. But a friend of mine, um, she imports all of these things from Bali and she has her own line of uh, lotions, which are amazing. Uh, we're going to go there. And in October, again, we plan on, on having a retreat, which will be a five day retreat where you go and it's total immersion, no cell phones, no nothing. You go and you're going to come out, go in one way and come out. It's, it's an enlightenment 
journey mm -hmm. and then in bali what a better place than bali other than the bugs that i've seen on tiktok in bali but <laughs> that's like, they, and they go i wanted to come to bali and you see this gigantic spider and i'm like oh yeah but anyway, <laughs> yeah well hopefully uh they will stay clear away from you while you're teaching at least <laughs> the bugs oh, uh, i know but otherwise, yeah, her Bali is, is beautiful. So this that's exciting uh, that you are going to be traveling the world, teaching this wonderful message of healing. This is wonderful. Well, and it's going to be about my book. And, you know, one of the things that I talk about in my book, and we I touched on it briefly, is but it's you are what you create. And to be at the optimum of physical mental and spiritual and that means taking care of your body you know eating the right foods exercising reading things that are good bringing in positive input you know into your brain and then meditating every day you know doing things being in nature mm -hmm. and then being in the vibration of love of your thoughts words and actions mm -hmm. you know when you're driving in la and somebody cuts you off and what do you want to do and instead you send them peace you know because that's where you are staying in that vibration of love and that's what the book is about and it's just a super easy book to read and it's available on amazon Okay, that I was going to ask you, where can we find you and your book so we can find the book on Amazon? Where can we learn more about you? And about me, I have uh, my website, leoraleone.com. And uh, I've got a lot of things there that you can sign up for all kinds, everything that I teach and I teach everything. So mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. thank you so much, Liara. This was wonderful. Well, thank you, Ebony, for having me. And, and I, we got to go hiking since you're my neighbor. I know. Let's. Now I have to be honest. I have a fear of heights, and oh, okay. I, I try to stay away from hiking very like steep incline. Well, Switzer Falls is down. Okay. I mean, and, and it, it could only be three miles. Like you could just go down, and it crosses creeks. And I've seen, you know, deer and oh, just all mm -hmm. beautiful. It's beautiful down there. So, okay. and you know what? That fear of heights is something that I have. Yes. And this is a oh. past life thing. We yeah. should do a past life on you and see what happens. If you yeah. want to, I'll give you a free past life. Let's talk after we okay. say goodbye to our audience. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of Bookish. I will see you next time. And thank you again, Liara. <laughs> thank you.